0: with another episode lots of crazy rabbit holes uh today
1: yeah it's i think it's just i think it's these couple weeks like all the weirdness is coming out once people are starting to go to school again
0: school and their brains are being fried from the summer and who knows what's in the water <laughs> i mean according to a few things we've seen a, a lot is in the water yeah or out of the water because I've, well we've been sending pictures back and forth. <laughs> you sent me a dirty one for the library and I sent you one of uh dolphins flying through the air <laughs> during hurricanes. Unknown if they are uh photoshopped or not, because you never know.
1: Oh no. Uh unless you're there. You just never know what's going on what's actually going on.
0: Exactly. But that's the fun part. That's why we like doing this, because you never know what WTF you shall find. (laughs) Or not find. Or a little bit of both. But, let's see. Let's start off with this one. This one's kind of hilarious, because we've talked about stuff like this multiple times. Um, This is X-37B, America's space plane, or warplane, that has the world guessing. No shit. Nobody has any idea what's going on. No. And I like the question below. Has the pumpkin been a good present? Yes, no, not sure. <laughs> well, we all know he liked to ride on the virgin plane. Y'all heard of that one. But he's on his, what, third mail order bride? Yeah. I guess jack o don't burn out too quickly. <laughs> but... <laughs> The last sexy theory is that Space Plane is basically a spy satellite with the ability to return to Earth and have its optical sensors periodically updated. The X 37 has orbited over some interesting locations, including North Korea, China, ISIS, Hell Territory, and Iran. Well, North Korea, to Too much of a pissing contest. China, they're scared. ISIS, same thing, scared. Iran, we want your oil and your bank. it's the truth we we read about that iran was like one of the three countries left in the world that the rothschilds didn't own the bank the main central bank uh u.s optical spy satellites are however quite large the size of a school bus in the x-37 payload bay is far too small so they're trying to say small isn't gonna work he has to be giant to work this is like what 24th century i think i think small can be okay A mysterious space plane has spent more than 670 days above Earth, hurtling along an orbital path that includes some of the world's most volatile hotspots. Duh. I mean, we've had how many drones shot down, and we've shot how many of their drones down in Iran.
1: Oh, that whole incident is still scary.
0: Oh, I'm surprised it's not—I don't think it's the first time. I think it's the first time that it's been publicly, oopsie— Known that, um, known that X-37B, the U.S. Air Force unmanned mini-shuttle whizzes along an average of 200 miles above the surface of the Earth. Exactly what it's doing up there is a bit of a mystery. Maybe it's trying to like hunt down um, the Black Knight Satellite. Yeah. Um, the space plane that would eventually become the X-37B was originally conceived by NASA in 99 remember we said that that NASA wasn't doing a whole lot public but that it was all behind the scenes yeah it shows right here they were working military 20 years ago when you know' we're, well wasn't it and then um around that time when when the last space uh, shuttles blew up I, I know, think so I know the one in the one in um the 80s I remember that and then I think it was one in 90s because there was two that went poof I don't know anyways the space shuttle program has failed to bring down the per pound cost of fearing a po- payload to orbit but a smaller unmanned aircraft using new technologies might prove more economical they pump billions and billions in dollars anyways i don't think they really care it's just the whole thing of basically making a billion dollar thing to throw it away but well that's what musk is proving that you can re- you can reuse it although i can say more dirty on that one <laughs> Uh, the Space Shuttle, um, uh, let's see, and um, the Boeing's Phantom Works Division was given a four year contract to develop the X 37 in conjunction with NASA. Following up in 2002 with a new agreement to develop an approach and landing test vehicle to test horizontal landing concepts. Once successful, that would be followed up with an occasional orbital test vehicle, a launch into space, and a space shuttle-like landing. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, this does... Just heading out those couple places, it sounds like past 20 years, it's been a um... spy satellite. Um, The X-37 was originally designed to spend up to nine months in space, but the Air Force quickly pushed beyond that threshold. The second mission, OTV-2, was the first flight of the second x37b and lasted from march 5th 2011 to june 16 2012 a total of 469 days otv3 was launched in december 2012 and returned october 2014 for a total of 675 days the otv4 was launched may 20th 2015 and has been up ever since so it's been up for over four years what, four, or four and a half years close to it?
1: Yeah, something like that.
0: Huh. I like how they keep saying, the last sexy theory, theory. it's orbited some pretty interesting places. Yeah. But looking at the stuff that it's saying it's orbited, I bet, I wonder if it's orbited North Korea before um, Trump tried to make peace and friends with. <laughs> the Kim Jong-un or whatever his name is. Yeah. And then China doesn't surprise me. China's so big you don't really want to piss them off i guess you can say because they would be the superpower they would be what russia was yeah craziness speaking of china
1: yeah it uh, apparently uh china's rover uh found some new uh unexpected substances on the moon uh so while we've been to the moon and back multiple times Their space program started 2019 uh, by performing a soft landing on the far side of the moon. Uh, The first for their country and for mankind, really. Uh, According to space.com, researchers have found a particularly bizarre uh, discovery uh, from the rover. Uh, The robot apparently stumbled on a tiny crater... That had um, material of an unusual color consistency. Uh, it's being described as gel-like, and so scientists are trying to figure out, you know, where this could have come from based on our, based on you know, already known information about the moon.
0: So they didn't find uh, dried up Parmesan cheese.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the U two two rover was scheduled to power down. Uh, for the night in late July. Uh, but as the team was preparing uh, for extended downtime, it pulled up an image um, of the nearby crater surrounded by a strange-looking substance uh, Substance that didn't match the dusty, pale powder uh, covering the rest of the moon.
0: Damn, that smell- sounds like meth or coke. coke.
1: Yeah. Or, that- you know, maybe the moon really is an egg and it's hatching.
0: Maybe, maybe, maybe. This is
1: just the um the fluid from inside.
0: That's kind of interesting.
1: Um, a, after scanning it with the optical and infrared spectrom spectrometer spectrometer, words, <sighs> uh, the team found that it was gel. The material was gel like in nature and uh, of a color not consistent with the with the lunar surface. No one's got an answer for it. But there there's some, there are some plausible explanations. See, this is what I get for not going into work today. Suddenly, I don't know how to speak.
0: Just remember Hot Pockets and Pickles.
1: Okay, then I can't speak at all. There are plausible explanations, uh, such as the material being melted blobs of glass from an impact on the surface. Um, The rover just powered back up for its ninth lunar day, so they're waiting to see what else it comes up with.
0: Pretty interesting. Very was very curious if they were going to actually find anything up there.
1: Yeah, being somewhere that we haven't really researched yet.
0: Right, and everyone was thinking that Chinese was fake, (laughs) they didn't actually go. (laughs) You heard those myths and legends or whatever. Well, I mean,
1: technically, they kind of didn't. They sent a rover.
0: Yeah, but they weren't actually sending anything up. It was all propaganda. Oh. Dude, propaganda could do anything. If you have a, a really good writer, marketer... Oh, yeah. A pumpkin pie could become president. A cat could become mayor. And it has. Happened. So, kids, all you have to do is believe. Believe. <laughs> um, surveying archaeologists across the globe reveals deeper and more widespread roots of the human age. The anthroproposine anthro- scenes.
1: Uh, anthropocene.
0: Okay. Hey. Yeah, I, was- I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> I was close. Um, hmm, I have a giant explosion in the middle of my screen. Um, examples on how human societies are changing the planet about Are about from building roads and houses, clearing forests for agriculture, or well. Um, burning the world down because you know they can you know you don't get what you want so you just burn down i love crybabies they need to be smacked and put in a corner um and digging train tunnels to shrinking the ozone layer driving species extinct changing the climate and acidifying the oceans human impacts are everywhere Our societies have changed Earth so much that it's impossible to reverse many of the effects. Just blow it all up. That's basically what they're doing. Some researchers believe that changes are so big that they mark the beginning of a new human age. A Earth history, the Anthropocene Epoch?
1: Anthropocene Epoch. Epic.
0: Epic. Okay. Okay. It's hard to see when it being funky color too a community of geologists have now proposed to mark the start of the age in the mid 2020 the mid 20th century based on a striking indicator the widely scattered radioactive dust from nuclear bomb testing the early 50s oh yeah that's what that is (sighs) it's probably where they put that guy's dead uh, grandma too (coughs) it's a truth where they put people's bodies and blew them up
1: yeah And to think that one body was just hiding in the freezer the whole time, and yet...
0: Oh, yeah, he found, you know, his sister has been in the freezer for 30-some years.
1: Um, And then they just, yeah.
0: Yeah, never know what you'll find in your closet. A refrigerator or... Or a crater. Or a crater. Exactly. Um, But this is not the final word. Uh, Not everyone is sure that today's industry industrialized... Globalized societies will be around long enough to define a new um, epic. I don't know. I mm. They'll just blow each other up, or AI will be like "fuck you." <laughs> Bigfoot's gonna be like "fuck you, too." I mean, Loch Ness is already gonna be a glockness We figured that one yeah. out. Perhaps we are just a flash in the pan, an event rather than a long enduring epic. Well, yeah, we knew that. I mean, d- dinosaurs were around how long? We haven't been around very long, so... No. I mean, we could have been wiped off the Earth many times, and there's a good chance of that. It takes two people to make babies. You Just destroy the rest <laughs> and start over. It, it's happened. Little pockets. Oh. Others debate the utility of picking a single thin line in Earth's... Geological records to um, to mark the start of human impacts in the um the record. I I don't know. We'll see. They're still arguing when it started. (laughs) Well, sometimes it it can. Human interaction can be a good thing. Um, Look like what the aboriginals did to Australia or from. Unlivable to livable. Let's see. Archaeologists reported that nearly half, 42% of the regions, had some form of agricultural by 6,000 years ago, highlighting the prevalence of agricultural economies across the globe. Moreover, those results indicated that the onset of agriculture was earlier and more widespread than su- um, suggested in the most common global uh, reconstruction of land-used history. It was. um, I watched a doc where they were talking about, um, it would have been kind of like the Middle East area. Okay. Where they had tribes, um, the one area where they were um, having a severe drought, and they found towns where you could go, like, they had one where the middle looked weird. And they figured out what it is, is it was a town's storage. And they estimated hundreds of some people lived there. So everybody that was growing grains or whatever, it all went to the storehouse. And then it was, you know, given out to uh, to the people. So it was all put together. And then they ended up having a drought. And then they traveled up. And then you had the people that were hunter-gatherers. And then you had the farmers. And they showed them actually trading and working together. So then the hunter, the farmers who had to leave their land because of the drought basically moved in not that far from the hunter gadvers so they were able to trade uh, so that started a, started the society and that was long ago but it's you, I mean I think that's kind of where things are going I think we're I was talking to Ken you know more and more our age and older I've seen so many are like I want a commune I've seen a couple of our friends post it I think that's the direction we're getting but I don't know we'll have to see what would happen Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, I don't think I posted this one.
1: No, I just found it. The cougar. He's so So, fluffy. So a quote unquote cougar had been repeatedly reported to the, um, I'm not sure what RCMP was, but it was being reported. Basically people were reporting there was a cougar hanging out in Surrey and they were worried, you know, It was going to attack people and animals. Uh, Police responded to this cougar sighting in Vancouver. It was right near an elementary school. So, of course, you know, that's dangerous. Definitely got to follow up on that. Oh, yeah. What they found was not, in fact, actually a cougar, but a cougar that people were claiming to be 150 pounds. It was a large domestic cat.
0: (laughs) He's so cute.
1: It wasn't even a Maine coon. Like
0: I could see a Maine coon getting mistaken for it.
1: Yeah, a woman who lived in the South Surrey neighborhood uh, emailed the news uh, to report that a cat, maybe five, maybe 150 pounds, had walked down the road in front of her neighbor's house Monday. The um, the sighting was near the elementary school. Constable Richard Wright confirmed that the police were contacted about quote either a cougar or a large domestic cat. This was last week. When the police arrived, they did an extensive search and found the cat that could actually be, uh, seen as a cougar from a distance. Um, the cat in question was minding its own business in the woods. Uh, though it says the article says, Though I imagine its ego is a bit inflated after being mistaken for a lead mean killing machine. No word on if the kitty would have been scared off by Metallica, though based on the size difference, some soft rock would probably have done the trick.
0: <laughs> just some just some catnip. Just a cat. A little catnip, it'll be alright. That's fine, I watched a video that's popped up at below, or like in the middle. You yeah. watch this? Cougars? prowl sky train tracks in in british columbia (laughs) to they it almost looks like maybe a mommy and a baby or um like you know how sometimes with cats siblings will stay once they are weaned from their mom they'll stay together for a little bit yeah they're just walking down the tracks of this and if you know the size of tracks you know train tracks these things are huge oh yeah how how does Fluffy get mistaken for something like that? Like, I could see I a see a Maine, Coon. Maine Coons are bloody huge cats. They're like baby lions. I don't know.
1: This it's one, even creepier when it's on, when it's not, you know, a whole, it's not streaming. It's just bits and pieces.
0: Mm-hmm. I know. I was reading some of the comments. Everyone's like, please pray the cougars are okay. Well, I don't know. It depends. I don't think if a train could stop, I don't think they would be able to. No. Um... This one goes back to the other story we just talked about, um, about humans screwing the earth over. <laughs> oh, maybe that, you know what, Bart, maybe that's a, a sculpture I need to figure out how to make.
1: I think so, yeah.
0: Up the butt <laughs> for the earth. Damn it, I gotta, I gotta, oh, I, I, have a gallery show due tomorrow. Oh no! And I've not started. Oops. Mm. Um I wonder if I could just turn Cassie's work in and, and <laughs> <laughs> I got work from her here. We'll just send this in. Um <laughs> ancient farmers irreversibly altered Earth's face by three thousand years ago. Wow. Well duh. When we think of how humans have altered the planet, greenhouse gases. Warming, industrial pollution, and nuclear fallout usually sprang to mind. But now a new study invites us to think much further back in time. Humans have been altering landscapes planet-wide for thousands of years, since at least 1000 BCE, but by which time people in regions across the globe had abandoned foraging in favor of continually producing crops, which was what that doc I was watching yeah. Um, this is the first project of its kind with archaeology. Um, <laughs> I don't need to know your huge ass title. Scientists have long sought to model ancient land used to um, accurately inform modern climate, reconstructions, and to set a start date for when humans first made their mark on the planet. The most commonly used model. I think the first time when they when they did that is when they ate the apple. The most commonly used model, however, uses estimates of estimates. Yeah, well can't carbon date that. It takes other scientists' guesses of a human population of various regions then estimates how much land would be required to sustain them. The model places the start date of continuous global farming at only 500 years ago. Um, I'm going to go back like probably 45,000 years ago. Yeah. Not 500. Because 500 years ago is not that long ago. No, no, it really...
1: 500 years ago... A lot of this has already happened.
0: Yeah, I'm going with more like 4,500
1: or 45,000 because
0: by that point, the Native American what what became the Native Americans have already came here. Yeah, you know that they did some farming; they were already were working on that. There's other places where, um, with that doc that I was watching, they were also talking about how they were called by natural selection; they were already cultivating like wheat. And um, I think barley was the other one. Barley to make it big. So, of course, they're going to take the biggest seeds and put them together and to make more. Yeah. Um, The wheat, they want the wheat to be plump, but they don't want the top of it to open up too soon. You want it to get ripe before it, you know, opens up and drops. You don't want it to drop. You want, you know, you want to be able to harvest it yourself. But, uh. To pinpoint a more accurate date, researchers divided Earth's land into 146 regions covering every continent except Antarctica. They wanted to stay away from the aliens and the Nazis. Am I right? Yeah. Then they invited more than 1,300 archaeologists with experience in ancient land used to complete in roughly 80 questions survey. So we're just going to do question, question, question. estimate. Estimate. <laughs> You get to take a test asking how humans in each region use land for the past 10,000 years. Questions included when ancient ancient people transitioned from foraging to farming and whether they developed pasture lands for grazing animals. The survey also asked how confident the archaeologists were with their answers. Um the seven hundred and eleven responses from two hundred fifty-five archaeologists, researchers could take the survey multiple times if they were experts in multiple regions. Were weighed according to confidence and then aggregated or yeah. The results uh which counted 112 of the respondents As co-authors revealed that hunter-gatherer lifestyles declined globally between 10,000 and 3,000 years ago, as they were replaced by continuous farming. The researchers report this week in 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 Science, by about 1,000 BCE, all the world's regions that now practice farming were actually cultivating crops or annually cultivating crops. Those uh trends also imply that the ancient humans may have been influencing climate by raising livestock and raising forests to create croplands. Well duh. Yeah, burn it it go away. Yeah. Release the goats. <laughs> goats will eat eat everything, including the siding in your house.
1: Get a couple goats and honey badgers and
0: I know. Teach the honey make
1: sure it's all gone.
0: Teach the honey badgers how to hunt and keep out it- Yeah. And- Bring you back some food?
1: Make sure they don't eat the food before they bring it to you?
0: Or don't eat the goats? (laughs) Yeah, it's possible. (laughs) Be like, where's my livestock? The (laughs) honey badger ate it.
1: Honey badgers eat everything.
0: Between them and the Wolverines, they mean suckers. (laughs) But um, here's this one. This falls in line of this. The first Americans may have arrived by boat before the land bridge existed. I'm going to say duh because yeah
1: proof. um gee how did that land bridge exist ice age
0: water level dropped it rose
1: but no they found proof that
0: i mean we know the vikings went all over the place uh but we know the polynesians and all of them were all over the pacific we know thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago the aboriginals that's how they got to australia but there's True. also evidence that, like, India and Chinese and all them traded with Egypt. Things, things that you can't get anywhere else, only in certain regions, you find it in other countries. How did it get there? I think, uh, oh, what kind is it? Opium? I think opium was one that they found in Egypt, and it only comes from, what, China or something like yeah. that? So it doesn't surprise me that people would travel, world travel. Even back then. I think they had bigger balls of steel back then than they do now. Hmm.
1: Well, I think that's just in case of everything.
0: Mm -hmm. Yep, 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 yep. You want to read this one or you want me to?
1: Yeah. You
0: want to get the big, big balls? (laughs) (sighs) It's true.
1: Are we still talking about the land bridge? Wait.
0: Yes. The people have big balls and they sell chips.
1: At like sixteen thousand years I'm, I'm sorry, ago. Sorry, I stopped it I Like, wait, what?
0: <laughs> yeah, the people had they they sailed the world at like sixteen thousand years ago, if not more.
1: I'm just okay. I just had to be sure because it's the story after this.
0: Oh, oh, that. <laughs> well, we'll we'll talk about the the sex later. <laughs> but first, they got to get to that point to be able to have the sex.
1: So apparently, scientists have found artifacts in Idaho that are indicating people were there about 16,000 years ago, uh, with evidence that Americans arrived before arrived here by following the Pacific coast. It also points out that um, Japan could be a possible origin or influence for the migration. Other experts were split on how old the artifacts actually were and what they significant what they signify Uh, not an unusual reaction when you're looking at stuff like this from early humans in the new world. Uh, So it's the oldest part of Cooper's Ferry uh, in Western Idaho. Uh, These uh, colleagues found 43 flakes that uh, had been apparently shipped off of stones in the process of making tools uh, like those found in the younger parts of the site. They also found that found four so, similar flakes that had been modified to use uh, for cutting and scraping, as well as uh, parts of bone that had been from discarded food. Uh, the site is between 15,280 and 16,560 years old and was repeatedly occupied over time. It's uh, the... Based on this evidence, they're saying uh, that uh, the peopling of the Americas began after a migration across a land bridge that's now submerged called Beringia that used to extend from Siberia to Alaska. The pro- The migration's progress south from there was blocked for a while by ice sheets in Canada, but eventually uh, broke open – to reveal a gap uh, that people move through um, to get here. Uh, some people are arguing that uh, people showed up before that corridor appeared, though uh, perhaps traveling in the Pacific instead, either on foot or by boat. Um, the scientists, are, scientists uh, studying this is saying that this could indicate people were living in Idaho long before the corridor opened, uh, citing other research that it was open that it was open by about 14,800 years ago. Uh, best explanation: They came down the coast and took a left-hand turn uh, south of the ice and went up the Columbia River Basin. Uh, they also found uh, artifacts in this site uh, similar to the Japanese island of Hokkaido, uh, supporting the idea that. The that the migration led to the first Americans may have begun in Japan, when that island was still part of a bigger country.
0: See, that wouldn't be too hard with the boats. They would just go, you know, down the coast. Yeah, that's probably what they did. Because I know they found evidence in Chile, Peru, like one of the coastal south. Yeah. of stuff that like matched because it's a tribe. It's not. I don't know how to describe it. Like they don't look like your typical like Chinese or Japanese. No, they don't look what you consider Caucasian. It's um, they're a mix, and um, they found like stuff from them that looked very similar to their stuff. Like I don't know if they're if that tribe is even around anymore. I mean, probably has been you know sucked into the area. But their cultural stuff, like their pottery and some of the other stuff, they found similar uh, weapons and stuff like that down South America. So I wouldn't be surprised if they, you know, that's how they did it. I mean, if you think on it, it's kind of smart. You know, you, you you, you go down, I mean, just like canoeing, you go down so many miles or whatever, get out. Get food, take a break, sleep, and then yeah. continue. You can make pretty, pretty quick miles in a short period by doing that. I shall get this one because this one, <laughs> this is this is the end game. Once they once they landed on a land, humans in the Thando or well, caveman kept breeding and breeding for ages. Um. They co-mingled at many points in history, raising the possibility that the ancient hominids were just another version of us. Well, not enough females to go around. The guys will find what they can find. Yep. Because there is several that still has a good chunk of uh, K-Man DNA in their systems, like in their DNA, like, you know. Humans today are mosaics. Um, We know that. It's a mix of everything. With every fossil discovered... With every DNA Alice analysis performed, the story gets more complex. We, the sole survivors of the geno, genus Homo, harbor genetic fragments from other closely related but long extinct lineage, which I think that's what Bigfoot is. Modern humans are the products of a sprawling history of shifts and dispersals and separations and reunions. Uh, that's what a tree is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of kind of goes. History characterized by far more diversity, movement, and mixture. They seemed imaginable a mere decade ago. Well, they didn't want to admit that. <laughs> you got caveman in you. Hmm. All I can think of is the Flintstones. <coughs> but it's one thing to say... That came in, inbred with uh with the ancestors of modern Europeans. Or that the recent discovered Denison uh, deno yeah, deno yeah, Denison's right? Yeah. Yeah. Interbred with some older mystery group, or that they all interbred with each other. Well, you have Nephilim mixed in there somewhere too, maybe. I'm sure you got Bigfoot mixed in there too.
1: Oh yeah. I in mean, some way at least.
0: Well, I keep thinking Bigfoots our replacement. They're catching up quickly, but we'll see. Um, it's another to provide concrete details about when and where these are those couplings occurred. We've got these pictures where these events are happening all over the place. I'm sure they got some cave drawings. An evolutionary um, geneticist at the University of Cambridge, but it's very hard to tell For us to pin down any particular single events and say, yeah, we were really confident that what happened unless we have ancient DNA. Well, there are stories of stuff in the Middle East where uh, they weren't quite human. Was coming in and killing their men and everything is stealing their women and doing things to her or them. So why can't this have been an ancient offshoot or Bigfoot? Could have been another hominid, I think. Who knows? Um, the events that get pinned down therefore tend to be relatively recent, starting with a migration of modern humans out of Africa 60,000 years ago, during which they interacted with um, hominin relatives like cavemen or denizens They met along the way evidence of interbreeding during many, any migrations before then or during events that transpired early or with Africa has been exclusive. Hmm. I mean, we do got mermaids. True. So who knows what was bred with what? No. The old humans knew tricks. When researchers first recovered DNA from k bones, the available techniques for making sense of it were powerful but relatively simple. Science compared ancient and modern sequences tallying up shared sites and mutations and conducted bulk strategical analysis. They how That's how they discovered in 2010 that the k DNA makes up approximately 2% of the genome of people today of non-African descent, a result of interbreeding that occurred throughout Eurasia beginning 50,000 to 60,000 years ago. That's also how they discovered that the Denson DNA making up approximately 3% of the genome of people in Papua New Guinea and Australia. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't realize that with Australia. I could see Papua New Guinea in that area, but I, I didn't of think of australia well that would be the um yeah i don't know it's kind of interesting so i guess if you catch it you don't eat it you mate with it (laughs) i mean
1: so is it is it just like does it it fall along the same lines of the is it a rock is it a is it a mineral is it a vegetable
0: it's living it's breathing let's try yeah Hmm. huh this is what happens when you do a lot of inbreeding officials Burgers aren't made
1: out of people. This, I saw this and it's like, wait, what? Somebody had to point this out?
0: Inbreeding, Bart. Inbreeding. Inbreeding and chemicals in the food make people
1: dumb. So apparently in green and green and Abbeville, I don't even know how that city is pronounced, and I'm not even gonna try. We'll Greenwood, Greenwood and Orangeburg counties, and it does not say the, the city. Um, and I don't know what this newspaper is. We're gonna say Florida, oh, Greenwood, South Carolina.
0: Oh, not Florida? Yeah, I would have said Florida.
1: Um, so it says a couple weeks ago, um, federal agents. Stopped a bizarre string of rumors circulating on social media that Dairy Queen, uh, in fact, these particular few uh, Dairy Queens in the area were using a particular ingredient in their burgers, and that particular ingredient was humans, and not love. (laughs) Um, The it says the federal agent, one of the federal agents. Oh, no, sorry, it was the county coroner, because they definitely know what human beast looks like. <laughs> I promise you I have never had anything of that nature after me. I've never suspected anything like that. I can't honestly say it. It's the first I've heard of it, and I don't see any validity in all of that. There is little to no chance of anything like that ever being able to happen. Famous last words. <laughs> Dairy Queen responded, We're proud of our 100% beef hamburgers but if it was pork then it could be somebody's cousin I
0: learned that when I worked at Subway (laughs) people would lose their shit if I got too close to the salami and pepperoni (sighs) but then they would do like 10 subs and like yeah two would have like the first two would have pepperoni salami one wouldn't two would one wouldn't like shit like that yeah they would lose their damn mind
1: Um, The manager of the Dairy Queen um, is in support of a criminal complaint in connection with two Greenwood County men arrested on charges of running an unlicensed money-transmitting business, called the newspaper to assert his restaurant was not cannibalizing its profits. I like that this newspaper used those words.
0: They're not cannibalizing their um,
1: employees.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah became the Uh, he's not been charged with a crime and said none of his 18 employees are subject or the subject of the police action um he said he was notified by a corporate inspector that somebody lodged a complaint about human meat being inside a burger according to the department of health the facility has a grade a and has been examined four times uh last year uh his establishment was one of several rated uh, by the FBI, uh, two men whose name I'm not even going to try to pronounce made initial appearances Thursday in front of the magistrate who scheduled a preliminary detention hearing for the duo. So at least they caught the people who made the, the complaints.
0: I guess they forgot to check the mayonnaise,
1: but just like, I love that, you know, just one, we have one person put something on social media and immediately everybody believes it. They like, Dairy Queen are cannibals. Uh huh. They are. And I mean, if he was the Burger King, I would believe he was a cannibal. He looks like a cannibal.
0: I have no idea. I'm saying you a doggy vampire. <laughs> I did. I just I just forwarded you a doggy vampire. It's a chihuahua. It's getting his blood sucked out. Oh, <laughs> He's a little actor. Ain't that awesome? <laughs> uh, we go from human in the food to Harry Potter removed from... The school. Harry Potter books removed from St. Edward Catholic School due to curses and spells.
1: To these spells, Uh, quote unquote, that are real.
0: Well, have they tried them? Did it actually work?
1: (laughs) That's what I want. No, no, because they'd be too scared
0: to do them. The same people believe human is in freaking DQ burgers. (laughs) Stop inbreeding. Stop taking the drugs and stop drinking the Kool-Aid. That is not blood. Don't do it. Students at the Edward, St. Edward Catholic School in Nashville can no longer check out the um popular Harry Potter book series from the school's library. Actually, I think the governor of of the
1: same state wants to ban weed because of the overdoses. Ban what? Weed? Oh, okay. I thought you said V and I was like, what the heck are you talking about? Yeah, well, that makes sense. No, I'm sure the cherry is okay. But no, the weed,
0: the the, the cannabis. Yeah, he wants to ban it because of the o- um overdoses. I think it's from the state. But then again, it's the same ones that put out an alert out on the radio this morning. That they put an alert out that the Dur- Dorian hurricane was going to like wipe out Alabama. <clears throat> I think they got the wrong state wrong. Yeah, <laughs> the radio station was calling them out. I think they got the wrong. You typed the wrong state in. But then again. We also learned that someone wants to drop nukes in them to prevent them from hitting land.
1: Again, I mean, that's how, that's how Sharknado ended, but. I know, someone I, needs I don't to think stop that's wi- how, like, the appropriate way to do it.
0: No, I mean, all the stuff we just read, that's just how you wipe, wipe us off the planet. Maybe that's why everyone is rushed to go to
1: the moon and Mars. We're just going to blow the rest of it up, right? Yeah. You missed the boat. Well, that's it. As soon as, soon as we, can, we know we can go to another planet, we just immediately destroy this one,
0: exactly. But, Not well, that
1: we haven't, you know, gradually done so over the last, you know, five hundred years.
0: You mean like the last week?
1: <laughs> oh.
0: what is it? Most of the most of the world's burning right now. Siberia, yeah. Um, Art is it Arctic or Antarctic? One of them's on fire. Alaska, um, the rainforest. A lot of shit's just on fire. And then you got like the East Coast down there saying. Yeah. I well, I just seen a picture of the Bahama airport. It's gone. It is just gone. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I digress. The seven book <laughs> series depicting the magical adventures of a young wizard and his friends were removed from the library because of, of their content. The Reverend Dan Rehill, a pastor at a Roman Catholic parish school, wrote in the email. I'd be more scared of him. Um... These books present magic as both good and evil, which is not true. But in fact, a clever
1: deception. How would he know? I'd be scared of him before I would be scared of a book. The curses. Also, I'd like to remind him like the big magic of, oh, yeah, a man came back to life. Pretty much. And he was not eating brains. No, he wasn't. The curses and spells used in the books
0: are actual curses and spells. They were written by a middle aged
1: single woman. Hmm Which when Well, you know they're in Latin, which nobody speaks anymore, so obviously it's real.
0: Uh yeah. And actually saying, you know, cousin, you're not calling you an idiot. Um the curses and spells used in the books are actual curses and spells which when read by a human being risk conjuring evil spirits into the presence of the person reading the text. But they do um Oh, what is it when you're possessed? They do that kind of shit. Yeah. And I guess there's been, um, influx of needing them to do that, too, so...
1: I, yeah, I've noticed, and I guess... <laughs> I don't remember what city it was in, but so, uh, one church, actually, the pastor got sued because he did an exorcism, and the girl had, uh, was so, so harmed mentally that she couldn't handle it anymore.
0: Oh, there's been stuff once in the past where they starved to death. They starved him to death. Um... Rihil goes on to say that the email that he consulted several exorcists in the U.S. and Rome who recommended removing the books, they probably had no freaking clue what he was talking about. No. The pastor was out of the office until Wednesday, but Rebecca Hamill, the superintendent of the schools for the Catholic Diocese of Nashville, confirmed Rehal sent an email about removing the books following an inquiry from a parent. These are the same parents. I think all animated is for kids. Yeah. Yeah. The core books published between 1997 and 07 were written by J.K. Rowling, and spurred a successful movie franchise and a huge following worldwide. Rowling has cr- created additional books and movies with the Harry Potter within the Harry Potter universe. The books are considered controversial in some circles, including religious ones. Hmm. The Catholic Church does not have an official position on the Harry Potter books, Hamill said. In this situation, the school's pastor does have the final say. Well, that's what he said. Each pastor has authority to make such decisions for his parish school. He's well within the authority to act in that manner. Well, I say good on him, but no, thank you. Is that the law? Oh, huh. Well, wow. Be more scared of him than anything. Yeah
1: going along with that I guess this is the last one we've got Um, um, a personal study was done and it seemed according to this person excuse me the most common uh, books that are stolen at libraries are occult and witchcraft books for the exact same reason Hmm. that they think everything in the books is real
0: so they they steal them
1: because they don't want nobody else to read them exactly or that (sighs) In which I can I can only go along with half of this because in my personal experience, that has not been the case. It's usually been the sex books that are the ones that are stolen.
0: <laughs> oh, Fifty Shades of Grey?
1: Um, no, actually, um, like the nonfiction ones. Ah. In fact, we had one a couple years ago where the kids had taken the barcodes off of them. And put the books on conservative Christian books. So somebody checking out, you know, this religious book suddenly looks on their account and it's um, 50 positions you never thought you could do. Oh, 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 damn. And then they return their books and they miss one. But so they have to be called by the library. And it's like, you still have this one book out. And they're like, I didn't check that out. (laughs) But yeah, it's been a lot of textbooks.
0: Hmm. Wow. Well, yeah. (laughs) Oh, this is gruesome. What do you got? Man shoots himself through head with spear gun in diving accident. Ow! Arrow slams into right cheek and comes out in front of left ear, missing brain and eyes.
1: How do you shoot yourself? Those, like, how... And you said he shot him in the head, right? He shot himself. Yeah. <laughs> well, you... oh my god, I can see it happening though.
0: No, is the thing is, is this karma? A priest has accidentally shot himself in the face with a spear gun while scuba diving. Despite the three foot, three foot dart impaling his head, he survived. He shot himself with a three foot long dart.
1: Uh-huh.
0: They call it a miracle.
1: Wait, wait, he survived?
0: Yes, he did. Missed anything vital just kind of oh went to a cheek and came out the other side
1: i was going because i'm thinking like they also Ernest hemingway committed suicide with a rifle i mean so it's possible
0: here i'll send it i'll put it on the docs. i'm um, like ow how how do you uh, like, try to figure out how you because like it's like a gun i've yeah. seen used and they're big so did he drop it and then it went off and like shot himself there you go. That's the only thing I can think of. Maybe he dropped it and it went off and shot himself. Or he tried. Yeah, to sh-
1: he tried to because f- it's really difficult to really aim for your head.
0: So I was trying to figure out. Or he tried to to shoot. I don't know. And so- Mrs. Brain and I've holy crap. I know, right? Okay, that's even harder to. Ugh. I know because he got his sight. How? I don't know. Maybe he shot it at a shark or something, and the shark went whack and smacked it back at him.
1: It had to have been. I
0: don't know. No idea. Just no. Ow! I know, right? Because, like, I, because I, I knew the spears were long, but three feet, and he shot himself in the head. Yeah. I say karma did it. Karma did it. I'm thinking that's a a decent uh, <laughs> segue to. <laughs> calling this show.
1: Um yeah.
0: Oh that's fine. I got um another friend of mine I know from the acting. Yeah. I seen a he posted uh yesterday at like three something he took a bunch of pictures. They were all out in his um uh backyard, which typical yesterday which was the Labor Day. Yeah. He took pictures of what looked to be a UFO. He lives outside of Beechwood. So would you like to take us out or would you like me?
1: Sure. <laughs> So that the same Harry Potter article, I'm on Facebook, and all of a sudden, somebody else posted it somewhere else. It's already going. And the, and the comment underneath was, wow, I didn't realize it was 1999 again. <laughs> so if you guys have any stories of your own that you'd like to tell us about, or any, any new stories that you found that we've just completely missed... Uh, You can email us at tftdpodcast at gmail.com, or you can get a hold of us on Facebook, where obviously we're constantly on there. Um, You can find us on Twitter at tftdpodcast, Um, (coughs) and you can also find us on TeePublic, if you're looking for some snazzy shirt to cover your body.
0: Or coffee for your alcohol.
1: Precisely. And I'm scared to click this link.
0: It's not dirty, not like the one you sent me. Wait, is that
1: just a balloon?
0: No, not a balloon. The way it was looking and moving and doing. It's not a balloon. It's they, they think it's the aliens. Ain't it weird? Yeah. It's not the Goodyear dirigible. No, we don't have the blimps no more. It's a dirigible. I got to close to one about 250 feet when I did the my works picnic. They they did a drive by. I thought somebody was going to come out because they were that low. Oh, wow. They were low. But, yeah, I think that was another good show.
1: Yeah. Um, it just shows, you know, how bizarre the world is. And it, do- it doesn't matter what year it is.
0: Yep. It's built on sex, sex, more sex, travel, more sex, growing crops, and blowing the world up. Hmm. Sounds like an interesting show. Yeah. But, okay, I will catch up with you later, Bart. Um, All right. Stay safe. Keep an eye sky or the ground. Wh- whoever knows, you might find aliens t- that your friends posted on Facebook, like I just did. So <laughs> have a good, have a good, oh, a good week, guys. Bye.
1: Bye.